Have you been struggling to make money with your blog? Or maybe you'd like to learn how to build a niche blog and start generating a passive income, but don't know how to go about it. Well, don't worry, I got you covered. Introducing Blog Builder Pro. Blog Builder Pro is a comprehensive online course designed to take you from a complete beginner to having a website up and running that is making you money. Blog Builder Pro also helps take the guesswork out of monetizing your blog by teaching you an easy step-by-step -step process that I call the Nifty 50 Course Steps. These steps will tell you what to do and when to do it so that you are never lost. One of the biggest frustrations that newer bloggers have is that they do not know if the work they are putting in on their sites will yield them some result. But thanks to the more than 60 professionally produced lessons, special worksheets, easy blog and email templates, exclusive webinar discounts, one-on-one -on -one training, and a community that can help you answer questions 24-7, Blog Builder Pro is rocking the industry with this groundbreaking and comprehensive training, holding your hand from start to finish. So go to bloggerevolution.com income and check out the free webinar for some more information. That is bloggerevolution.com income. Something interesting. Something, dare I say, a little risky. But you know one of my favorite sayings, no risk, no reward. Sometimes we can dwell on what happens if it doesn't work. And we forget to dwell on, well, what happens if it does? Regular people are taking their passions and interests writing about it in a blog and making a living from it. But not everyone is successful. There is a right way to build a blog and a wrong way. And I am here to help you succeed with your online business. My name is Chris Miles, and this is the Blogger Evolution Podcast. Oh, and welcome to the Blogger Evolution Podcast. My name is Chris Miles, wherever you are, wherever you may be. Thanks for making us part of your day. All right, first, I want to apologize for my voice. Uh, just waking up. This is almost going to be like a stream of consciousness right here in the morning. But I got something good for you. But, I mean, other than the fact that my voice is going to be nice and deep and rich. Okay, I'm sure some other people can go deeper than that. But, hey, this is the best I can do early in the morning. Anyways, I got something interesting. Something very interesting. This is going to be an update on the Project Colvin niche website case study that um, I'm doing. It's the first case study I've done. If you haven't already, be sure to go check out um, months zero, one, two, and three. The site's growing nicely. Uh, we're not doing anything fancy, just adding some uh, low competition content, uh, optimizing the site for speed, making sure we get it to uh, Core Web Vitals and uh, making sure the, the, the site is nice and fast. Google likes it. And at this point, we just kind of wait. We add content, we wait. We add content, we wait. And I figured, you know what? This is a case study, right? And there's an old saying out there that says, you are the average of the five people that you hang around with most. Now, I can definitely attest to that because as you could tell throughout the last few months of the podcast, I've actually been trying to make a bigger effort in talking to other people in the industry. You see, it's one thing to talk to me. It's one thing for me to tell you what I'm doing with my publishing business, what I'm doing with my blogging business. But it's another thing to see what other people are doing as well. 
And sometimes I underestimate the fact that even though I follow almost every blogger on YouTube and every listen to every blogger on in with with a podcast, that doesn't mean that you are either, or that you are also as well. So. I've been going out and trying to find people who are, you know, doing the exact same thing that I'm doing, uh, making, you know, full-time incomes usually with their uh, publishing businesses. But there's one common thread with at least a handful of them that I've interviewed recently, some of which hasn't even been released on a podcast yet. So be sure to subscribe because we got some really great stuff coming up soon. But I've already conducted those interviews with these people and out of the last, what, nine or ten people that we've interviewed, at least seven of them are using what's called an aged domain. Now, for those of you who may not understand what an aged domain is, it's, I'm, I'm going to give you my explanation. It doesn't mean it's 100%, right? But my understanding of how an aged domain is, is it's an old business. It's an old uh, website that used to be in existence, that no longer exists. And that could be for a number of reasons. The business could have folded. Maybe it was a larger business that uh, maybe was doing some type of special program and had, you know, they were using it for press releases and all of this fun stuff. And then all of a sudden, after a while, they decided they don't need to do it anymore. And they just let these websites die. But most importantly, they let the domain expire. Or... If someone picks it up right before it expires. But for whatever reason, this business no longer exists. It's not here. It's not there anymore. And even if you were to you know, check for a trademark or something like that within the USPTO, you'll see that either it's dead or it never existed. So what does that mean? Well, usually, well, I'm not going to say usually. I'm, I'm going to, this is, <laughs> usually there's a unicorn. I'll say that. Where, because there's domains expiring, you know, hundreds, thousands of them, tens of thousands of them are probably expiring every single day. And the majority of them are trash. Either there's no backlink profile at all, or it's a spammy backlink where they've had to deal with PBNs or public blog networks. And they're just very, you don't want to, you don't want to touch them. At least you don't want them pointing to any one of your main sites. But... There's a select few. There is a select few that you can, that have been treated properly, that were really run as a real business. And just for whatever reason, the business is no longer. Maybe it was a restaurant that had a website and it had a blog on it. And that restaurant went out of business. But now this website that maybe had reviews from local newspapers, maybe it was a, uh, a restaurant in Seattle that had huge newspapers that had reviewed this restaurant. Maybe it was uh, in, a, in New York and they have backlinks from New York Post, New York Times, whatever. All because this business existed in the past, but now it no longer. So that's what an age domain is. Once these things have expired, or even if they're not expired, even if they are no longer in use, SEOs like us, can pick them up later and do something interesting with them. And when I say interesting, I mean redirecting them to our content businesses. Now, the caveat here is that you have to be really careful because it needs to look natural. 
And how do you make this look natural? If some business existed five years ago and it no longer exists and now it pops back up, how does that look natural? Well, from what, from my understanding is every business, well, not every business, but for the most part, bigger businesses, one growth strategy that they use is that they buy smaller businesses. So for example, how many businesses do you think Amazon has purchased and just absorbed? How many businesses do you think Apple has purchased and absorbed? And of these little businesses that these bigger companies are just kind of gobbling up, what are happening to all of those places' websites? Well, of course, when Apple gets it, when Tesla gets it, when uh, Amazon acquires these businesses, they take those smaller websites and they point them to their website. So now any traffic that was going to that website, any authority that that smaller website may have had is now pointing to the bigger domain or your website. So in order to make this legit to where it's not black or gray hat is you need to frame it in a way to where it's actually an acquisition. It's a business that is buying another business and redirecting the domains from the old site to the new site. Now, there's a number of ways in which you can do that that we're not going to get into today. But the whole reason why I'm bringing up the the idea of these age domains is because a lot of bloggers are doing it and they have been over the last few years. Well, it's, it's, it's always been a thing, right? Uh, taking advantage of um, older domains or age domains or expired domains and redirecting them to a new business, that's not a new concept for SEO. But over the last couple of years, it's really taken hold a lot stronger than it used to in the past, where it seemingly everyone is talking about it. And there's tons of places where you can get these things. For example, GoDaddy Auctions, Otis.Global, SERP.Domains, SERP Names. That's just a few of them right there. So now, what's the big announcement? Well, I would like to announce that the Project Colvin case study site has acquired a new domain. Obviously, I can't get into the name of it <laughs> because I want to keep this as, as tight-knit as possible because I want to see exactly what's going to happen. Now, this domain, why buy an age domain in the first place? Well, you might be familiar with Carl Broadbent. If you haven't already, go check out his YouTube channel. Um, just search Carl, Carl Broadbent. Um, he's across the pond. And the guy knows what he's doing. And he actually has a really great story, you know, without getting too much as an aside here. You know, he was just running uh, a blog at one point and it wasn't doing amazing. He won a contest with Income School. They came and talked to him. He realized his blogging stuff was a real thing. And here he is, I think, around four or five years later. And he's just got this really great business that's bringing in, you know, tens of thousands of dollars. But anyway, I bring him up because recently, I believe about five or six months ago, he acquired an age domain and started building on it. And within four months, the website already has 16,000 page views per month. He says that he has never seen a site grow that quickly. Now, there is a lot of nuance to working with age domains, because if you don't do it right, it can literally tank your business. 
or the site may not work at all. So because so many other people that I've interviewed, other people I'm talking to, other people that I am uh, following online are taking advantage or at least have one or two sites that they're working on in terms of an aged domain, why not? Average of the five people that you hang out with. Because I've seen so many good things about it, I just had to give it a try myself. So the Project Colvin case study just got a little more interesting. So the domain that I acquired, I got it from um, a one of these premium age domain places. So remember earlier how I was telling you when you go and start looking for an age domain, you know, you can go to a place like GoDaddy Auctions, but there's literally tens of thousands there and you have to vet each and every one of them just to find one needle in a haystack. But there are brokers that will go out there and do that work for you, basically. And then they'll list the ones that they found to be good domains with great backlink profiles. And the place that I got mine from has this long list of around 100 and 120 or so domains that they've personally vetted, that they've done well. And uh, when you look at the reviews from people who have purchased from them in the past, uh, we see that, you know, they have some good domains there. They have a, a very good vetting process. So I decided to give it a try. Why not? Um, I know that John Dykstra uh, is not a big fan of him. He tried uh, a handful of them. And I think there was only a success rate of around three to five of the websites that he did. Now, you think of it this way. Uh, three to five is a decent percentage. But if you start a domain, uh, a fresh domain, as in it's never existed, you came up with the name and started building a site on it, you could probably get that to work 99% of the time. It's really hard to fail at blogging as long as you don't give up. But if you were to purchase an age domain trying to what they call skip the sandbox to take a little bit of time, you know, where it takes so, so long sometimes for a fresh domain to really start building up. So, for example, if you bought a fresh domain and you started building content on it as soon as you could and got as much out there as you can, it might be nine to 12 months before you start seeing a significant amount of traffic. You'll see trickles, you know, especially if you do good keyword research, but you may not see the hockey stick curve until, you know, eight, nine months to a year later. But as the example with Carl earlier, he had an age domain and within four months, it's getting it on 16,000 page views per month. Imagine where it's gonna be in six months. Imagine where it's gonna be in a year. It's kind of similar to uh, the Project Colvin site itself was an old business, a business that someone started, a business that someone added content to the website and then just gave up and stopped. And the site just sat there for years doing nothing. And then here I come, la di da di da and decide to buy their website. So I skipped the sandbox by buying an old website. In age domain, it's kind of similar. But instead of with the website, what you're really buying is the content and the rankings and the fact that it's already skipped the sandbox to an age domain where it has a great backlink profile. As in, it was a little restaurant that was in a local city that's got all of a sudden a whole bunch of uh, massive backlinks from huge newspapers or other relevant 
links. Now, you know, I'm not Mr. Backlink, like at all. I'm usually create good content and over the course of time, you're going to get, uh, you're going to get good backlinks because your content is going to be good. That process works and I still swear by it today, but it does require one thing and that's patience because you have to write the content. It has to rank and then a journalist has to find it and need it and then include it in their article. That process works extremely well, actually. We've talked to people like Jeff Bridenstine. We've talked to people like uh, Ariel Phoenix, who pretty much do the exact same thing. They create the content, good low competition content, answering common questions. And then after a while, they start getting good backlinks. I've never said that backlinks does not help your website grow. It's just that it probably shouldn't be your primary focus because it takes so long to acquire links, sending out uh, outreach emails, finding good prospects, yada, yada, all of this stuff. You're much better off paying someone to do that for you so that you can concentrate on, <coughs> excuse me, on growing the site. So finding the perfect domain is like literally finding a needle in a haystack. And the chances of you finding that perfect domain is pretty low, especially if you're just looking once. So actually, I've had the idea of doing an age domain for a while. It's just that I never thought that it, it was something that I would actually do until I started checking. And then I found a couple of sites that I thought, wow, this actually could work. Now, there's a ton of due diligence, which is uh, you know the word that you should use in this situation, because there's a ton of that that needs to happen before you buy anything, because you could literally just be sinking your money down the toilet. But I've, you know, talked to a lot of smart people in our industry and a lot of them swear by it. There's a lot of people like uh, Adam over at Niche Website Builders and uh, who basically has said that he'll never build on a fresh domain again. Why not? When there's so many others that have already existed out there that are just there for the taking. So let's let's dive into it a little bit. Let's talk about this age domain that I found and purchased. Now I'll save the cost of it for when we do the uh, income report at the end of this month. But let's talk about what this website had attached to it. So it's in the exact niche as the Project Coven website. That's huge. The relevance needs to be there because Google knows this site. It knows this business as one thing. And if you're going to use it, you need to make sure that you continue building on that same topic on your website. So if you found an age domain that talked about teddy bears and you turned around and started talking about wildlife on your site, that's not a correlation there. It may not hurt your site, but all of the links that you have that talked about teddy bears is not going to help you on a site that talks about wildlife. So as long as the relevance is there, then you should go for it. So some of the valuable backlinks that this particular age domain had, it's quite crazy. Okay. We're talking about 
backlinks that you'll never be able to get without a ton of time and thousands of dollars. So the, the so the one that I was able to acquire has backlinks from Wall Street Journal, USA Today, the BBC, even Sports Business Journal. Backlinks from these places to get them all in one place. That's rare. That's rare. And in order to acquire that, you know how long it would take to get a backlink from USA Today, BBC, Wall Street Journal? And that's just a few of them, by the way. It would take a long time. And if you really think about it, H domains are kind of undervalued. You might see some out there that might cost $2,000. That might cost $20,000. I think I saw one that was $51,000. Those are pretty expensive. But the value is in the authority that it has in Google's eyes. Being able to take that authority and then push it towards something that's relevant makes perfect sense. And you may wonder, okay, so what's the Google ramifications of this? Is that if you try to do this and one day Google's just going to have an update and your traffic's going to die? Well, to be honest, we have no idea what Google's going to do. We don't. But, but, as long as we do it legitimately, not doing it with the idea of I'm going to be nabbing this authority. You're doing it with the idea of we are acquiring this business. So even if you were to get hit with a penalty or something like that from Google, you can say, hey, I have a press release here. Hey, I have an acquisition. We announced the fact that we were buying this business and acquiring it. John Mueller over at Google has already said that businesses do this all the time. And there's nothing that Google can do that would uh, affect these types of businesses because it would affect all businesses. It would affect the Apples. It would affect the Amazons. It would affect all of these bigger businesses that have bought smaller businesses and built their authority. So the idea is to mimic real life as much as possible. If you're buying a domain, you're not just buying an age domain, you're acquiring a business. And that was good enough for me. That was good enough for me. So the idea of what we're going to be doing is we're going to take the age domain. And um, as we mentioned in the past, we had Mushfiq from the website Flip on our podcast uh, just a few weeks ago. Be sure to go check that out. It was an amazing interview. I kind of geeked a little bit. But go check out that interview. And he has um, a few courses, one of which is the course on age domains. If you want to check it out, I'll be sure to leave a link down in the show notes. Go to uh, bloggerevolution.com slash easy wins. That's bloggerevolution.com slash easy wins. I believe he has like a $100 off discount right now if you want to check it out. But it'll be sure to put that in the show notes. But that's the course that I've been using, the course on age domains to vet this domain, to uh, figure out how to redirect it so that I can nab all of that juicy authority. So I can acquire this business legitimately. So I've been following um, his course and it's outstanding, by the way. I mean, he, he knows this stuff 
ridiculously. And um, he's built quite a name for himself as well around the industry as well. So he's very, very trustworthy. If you haven't checked it out, at least go to the website, thewebsiteflip.com, and check out what Mushri has to say. Be careful, he might convince you to do it too. But with all of these strategies that are there and that exist, it's now time to, you know, have the rubber meet the road and actually do this to the Project Colvin case study. So that's basically what this podcast episode was. I wanted to give you a quick update on what exactly was going on and something interesting, something, dare I say, a little risky. But you know, one of my favorite sayings, no risk, no reward. Sometimes we can dwell on what happens if it doesn't work. And we forget to dwell on well, what happens if it does? And that's kind of where I'm leaning on right now. Uh, the cool part is you do the redirect is what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to take this old domain and I'm going to redirect it to my website, to the Project Colvin case study. And the thing is, if anything were to happen to it negatively, I could always just turn the redirection off. I would have lost the money, but I could always just turn the redirection off. So... It's risky, but we'll give it a try. So many other people have done it and had outstanding results with it. Outstanding results. But we'll see how it's going to work out for us with the Project Colvin case study. So thank you guys so much for listening. If you haven't already and you enjoyed this, please leave me a, um, what do you call it? A rating over on Apple podcast. And uh, I'd appreciate it. I mean, if you don't, it's not a big deal either, but at least share this with one person who you might think would uh, enjoy it. Head over to uh, bloggerevolution.com if you haven't already. Sign up for uh, the newsletter. I'm always um, telling the people on my newsletter first as to when things are happening. Like what I'm talking to you about right now, I've, I've already told them like a week ago. <laughs> All right. But regardless, thank you so much for listening. Um, always remember do something now that your future self will thank you for. And I'll catch you later. Peace. Have you been struggling to make money with your blog? Or maybe you'd like to learn how to build a niche blog and start generating a passive income, but don't know how to go about it. Well, don't worry, I got you covered. Introducing Blog Builder Pro. Blog Builder Pro is a comprehensive online course designed to take you from a complete beginner to having a website up and running that is making you money. Blog Builder Pro also helps take the guesswork out of monetizing your blog by teaching you an easy step-by-step -step process that I call the Nifty 50 Core Steps. These steps will tell you what to do and when to do it so that you are never lost. One of the biggest frustrations that newer bloggers have is that they do not know if the work they are putting in on their sites will yield them some result. But thanks to the more than 60 professionally produced lessons, special worksheets, easy blog and email templates, exclusive webinar discounts, one-on-one -on -one training, and a community that can help you answer questions 24-7, Blog Builder Pro is rocking the industry with this groundbreaking and comprehensive training, holding your hand from start to finish. So go to bloggerevolution.com income and check out the free webinar for some more information. That is bloggerevolution.com income.